Hey gang, Maddie here. It's likely that many of you found this podcast by way of MaddieLoves.com. It's my website where I report about the goings-on in comic book, professional wrestling, and pop culture. Before you do anything, be sure to subscribe to Maddie Loves Podcast and leave the show a rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. All the kind words from you people will likely end up on the air. That's all I got for now. Let's get MLP in. All right, I'm going to come up with a better way to segue into the start of the show. Um, let's get to podcasting. Nah, whatever. The, oh yeah, the the Iron Man looking Captain yeah, America. Yeah, no, suit. it's literally a cap. It's literally an Iron Man suit. That's Zola. Oh, this is an Iron Man yeah, suit. Yeah. Okay, it like it's, I think Zola says he's like I took Tony's tech and I I made you I painted it green. Is he about to say that in the book? No, I think that was issue nine. I'm about to read Secret Empire number ten. Yes. <laughs> I've read it already, so I'm gonna watch him read it, and I'm gonna react with him because, um, well, I'll give you my opinions well, a- as we go. First, let me just welcome everybody to the show. Yeah, welcome everyone to another episode of Maddie Loves Podcast. I'm your host Matt D. Simone, a um, uh, procurer of pop culture. I love comic books, um, and that is usually what we are discussing on this show. It always comes back to it, even if it's not the main topic. Joining me here, uh, once again, is Sean Shapira, a local uh, comic book enthusiast here in the Orlando, Florida area. He also um, sells records and comic books and all sorts of stuff. So welcome back, Uh, Sean. Thank you for having me. All right, so what I have in front of me is, I guess, uh, an advanced copy here of Secret Empire 10. I used to work... And I, you, you all know I used to work in a comic shop, so I still get the uh, co- the um, I don't know perks of right being a uh, an employee. I feel as though I'm a valued customer, and I should yeah. get those perks too. So um, you just you just gotta rub the right people the right way, and you get what you want. You know, right? I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. I gotta learn how to rub people like Sean. <laughs> uh, so anyway, folks, yeah. So sit in front of me. I have uh, Secret Empire Ten, and what I thought I would do here. Um, uh, on the show, uh, to start off with at least, is I'm going to go through Secret Empire uh, number 10. Just, I guess, share my thoughts on what has been Marvel's biggest event. I wouldn't say not only this summer, but this event seems bigger than... In a way, it seems bigger than Secret Wars because, I mean, Secret Wars was a reset, and that was big, but it was massive in, like, scale. I think... As far as this goes, this seems like it's more important to Marvel Comics as a whole here. Um, let's wait. Let's give them a brief rundown real quick. Run them down real quick on, on the gist of Secret Empire um, if you folks are unfamiliar with this current so storyline in Marvel Comics. Secret Empire kind of has its roots in the Avengers standoff event that happened a few years ago, uh, which is where old Captain America turned uh, young again with the help of the Cosmic Cube uh, embodied into a little girl named Kovic. Um, we find out in Captain America's uh, Steve Rogers series that uh, this Captain America is a changed one. He's um, got roots in Hydra, um, dating back to World War II, and he's uh, not the good guy in this story. Um, so up to, and now in Secret Empire is kind of the culmination of the Captain America book uh, Nick Spencer has been writing since taking over Captain America Sam Wilson a few years ago. Um, I think he's been doing a great job. Um, received much controversy over the past year or so that the series has been running. Um, and up until this point, we've just kind of seen Hydra and Captain America just completely take over. Um, it's really feeling hopeless um, until just a few issues ago where Captain America Sam Wilson returns donning the shield and red, white, and blue stripes um, to kind of inspire hope back into the heroes again. So now we're at the penultimate issue um, besides the epilogue and like the epilogue after that and the epilogue they'll do after that. Um, but this is the penultimate issue, number 10. Um, we're seeing all of our heroes facing 
uh, Steve Rogers, Hydra, Leader Supreme, wearing Tony Stark armor with five out of the six pieces of the Cosmic Cube um, lunged into his chest, so he's got the power of a god. And let's see what uh, let's see what the Avengers can do to take him. Um, here we go. First off, here with this opening um, shot we get of uh, Iron Captain America. By the Iron way, folks, Hydra America. Yeah, Iron Hydra America. By the way, folks, uh, I guess we're going on what almost a decade now of multiple Captain Americas that have been in from Bucky to it, we, yeah. well, I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm saying like multiple like that have been operating at the same time because. The heroic age uh, brought in um, Captain America back from being dead after he was assassinated, and Bucky was still around for oh, a little yeah. while during that. So you had two Captain Americas then. Then uh, Bucky died, right? And uh, Bucky died, and then he, uh, Steve Rogers was old, became like the new Nick Fury, and then Sam Wilson became Captain America. Yeah, it's Captain America. Uh, Sam Wilson's been Captain America for a hot minute now. It's been. At least since, um, not 2011 Marvel, after Marvel 2012. Now. Was it Marvel Now? Well, Marvel Now, I think, yeah. It was somewhat time yeah. in the middle of Marvel Now because that's when original Sin and all that jazz was yeah. going on. So, so that's about 2012, 2013. Yeah, Marvel Now hit when New 52 hit. So that was 2012. Right? 11. 11. The end of 11. Yeah, because yeah. I remember that was when Avengers movie was coming out and they launched Hickman's Avengers to go right. kind of along with it. <laughs> kind of. I mean, jeez, <laughs> man. I, that I, And when you were talking about this event being big for the Marvel Universe, I... The only the only part about that that I, I don't think it's bigger than Secret Wars is because Secret Wars creative team was an all star team. I mean, I don't feel like it's a big Marvel event without delays, and this book suffered almost no delays. I mean, could you imagine that? I mean, remember how long it took us the issues of Secret Wars to come out? It was about one every three months. Maybe. Oh yeah, man! I remember that November, the last issue of Secret Wars came out. Sorry, I put my glasses on here. the the last The last uh, issue of Secret Wars came out in November, and the issue before that was like in August. Yeah, they pulled like an X Men six hundred with it or whatever. <laughs> and by that time, we didn't care, you know, because yeah, all the books had launched or they had to put they had, you know they had to they had to get every, all new, all different rolling out because. I mean, what were they going to just publish? Nothing. What are they, they pull a convergence and just keep pulling? Okay, so wait a minute. Crap. Wait. A minute. So right away here. Captain America shows up. Boom. Let's rumble. And it looks like right away um, they're not going to. And we're going to have a, a conversation. Yeah. So there's a little bit of dialogue here, but the punches come later. Trust me. The punches do come later. That That's what I like about Nick Spencer. Is he, he's, he can do a good a bit of dialogue between... Uh, I think he gets character voices uh, down really well, especially with all the different characters showing up in this book. Um, between the villains and the heroes. I mean, it's not like reading Civil War Two or, or a lot of Bendis' late stuff where every character's got the same voice. Everyone has the... I mean, that was a big problem, I think, people felt with Civil War Two is that you could interchange any character with any character, and nothing would change because nobody was written in character. Okay, here's here's we're where assembling. The yeah, Woo. here comes where the so I just like to think like, do, is this technically count as an as an official Avengers lineup? I mean, look who we have here. We've got Jean Grey, no Rocket Raccoon, hell no Storms here, no Black Panther. That's yes. an Avengers. Yes, that's an Avenger. I mean, Old Man Logan. No. Luke Cage, yeah. I mean, Wolverine was a was an Avenger. Hawkeye, Black Panther, Luke Cage, Hulk, and Odin. Son on this Spider Man, and and no, you don't Spider like Man and Wolverine. Avenger? Come on, man! Like they were Bendis's new Avengers. Bendis's new, it, but it only works in Bendis's new Avengers. The Avengers because really the needed Spider-Man. See, when I was a kid, one of the first Avengers comics I ever picked up, uh -huh. Spider-Man was guest starring. They were yeah. fighting, like, in space or whatever. Marvel 2-in-1? No, no. This was during, game? like, Avengers. Like, oh, okay. Avengers proper or whatever. Okay. But anyway, yeah, like, so, so, so I thought initially, I was like, yeah, why the hell isn't Spider-Man an Avenger? And then it, I read a, a, a comic book of featuring uh, Spider-Man, or a Fantastic Four book featuring Spider-Man, and I thought to myself... 
why isn't Spider-Man like a Fantastic Four member? And then like two months later, they had that two-issue run that Eric Larson drew in Fantastic Four where Ghost Rider, Wolverine, (laughs) Spider-Man, and Mr. Fix-It all were the Fantastic Four while... I forgot that Mr. Fix-It was the fourth guy. Right, well, whatever was going on. Talk about a solid Fantastic Four and a bizarre one at that. But those were all the hot characters of Marvel. (laughs) It was either going to be Mr. Fix-It or Punisher. Oh, jeez. You know, at that point I thought you were talking about FF. I feel like every single one of these books have started out with the dialogue, and so we fought united at long last. We fought with everything we had. I think that was, yeah. I feel like I've read that multiple times so far But this time they're battling the, you know, the boss. This is the boss of the video game, the final boss. Right, right. And then, boom, shit's going down. Right, so he's going to do the the Iron Man punch here and, and, and knock everyone down. Hell yeah. That, actually, that next page is one of my favorites in this book. What? Hydra astronauts yeah. return from space with strange powers. So that's two artists, too. Can you guess who did the, the background art? Uh, for this? Yeah. Oh, my goodness here. Uh, let's he, he, see. He is, like, Marvel style, like, dude that's drawn Marvel for years. He's been drawing Marvel for years. I don't know how he's still drawing Marvel and how they haven't fucked him over yet. He just seems like one of those guys they fuck over. Uh, uh, but like good for for him for for still coming back. Okay, so I'm gonna. He's throw, a classic artist. I'm gonna throw three out here. Okay. First, Mark Bagley. No. Wills Prestacio. Nope. Oh man. Oh, Art Adams. No. Oh damn, who is it? Ron Lim. Oh, Ron Lim. Oh, yeah. okay, that's Come classic. On. Did Ron Lim draw this? No, that I believe is. Um, one of the main artists. Um, well, what's his name? Lionel Yu. No, I think Lionel actually, Yule? yeah, that might be you, or that might be um, Steve McNiven, dude. This is all Steve McNiven. Is it? Yeah, man, this is all. St- well, no, it's not because, well, that's not Steve McNiven. See, this is what I don't like about what's going on in comics now. DC is doing this a lot. Well, that's because they're pu- pushing stuff so fast but i'm saying i mean it's not even funny on some pages where i'm like okay listen i'm clearly jim lee is not redrawing suicide suicide. you know what i'm saying like well you you know what he like how much money and issue that guy probably charges that book at this point it's like all right jim lee we still need you to like draw a few things but we really the the book sales are plummeting enough where i don't think we can uh keep you on for the whole book that's like uh do you watch defenders yet uh and no okay no, I, I won't not. spoil it. But. Oh, is it just really crazy? Does everyone go Hydra in that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's the plot of uh, Defenders. Is is Jessica there... Jones is actually Hydra. Hydra Supreme? And yes, yes. Oh, man. Well, I don't, need... Hydra Supreme. I don't need to watch it now. So, Captain America with one shot of the Cosmic Cube glove fist. But is, that next page is awesome. Is now changing everything across the world. Or at least Washington, D.C. <laughs> part of the world see this is what's so crazy about this is captain america is doing everything that he stands against well it's you, keep reading keep oh, reading all right yeah keep going. i mean i know it's not cap but i'm just saying like it's just it's well done to where you know he's evil he's evil and he's doing the like i'm gonna reshape the world you yeah, know yeah, yeah. in my vision you know and i'm like dude apocalypse, you sound just like everybody else Mr. magneto uh, magneto if you're just, a kid just first seeing the name are we just gonna name x-men villains are they the only one that want to shape the world they're the best uh yeah they're the best so. i'd say they're pretty good but that's neither here nor there you get what i'm saying you get it okay all right back to back to the uh I still have a soft spot for Ego the Living No, planet. here's where I think I know what you were, you were referring to uh, before we started recording here. Yeah. I like this moment. Boom. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. They were all looking for this one last fragment, and Sam Wilson has it. It's his. But look at that right there. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. That, that, that panel made me happy. You know how big of a Thanos fan I am. Right. Whoa, sucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, for those of you at home, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America's 
now bent the knee yes. to Hydra Supreme and is he's, he's 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 hailing Hydra and he's giving him the fragment. But oh, which way will this go for Cap? Yeah, yeah. Some uh, reverse engineering, I think, here is going on <laughs> with this cube fragment. If it is one, now what have you done? What have you done, Sam Wilson, Captain America? Mm. I think they got every artist, because that looks almost like Mark Brooks' covers. But no, I think that's just really good detail. But it's almost in the style of... Like, I really want to see covers. Mark Silvestri do a Winter Soldier series. And I Why think it's him? just because of darkness, how he looks, yeah, and how they've got Winter Soldier now with this mask and yeah, shit, yeah. you know? I know what you're saying. I don't know. I, <laughs> you don't know, do you? Um, who was the original artist when, when that Cap series was going on? Which series? When the Reminder, not Reminder, Brubaker. Who was the artist for that run? Was it, um... I read that whole. I read that whole. I this one math lecture during college. It was an eight-hour lecture or something like that. It wasn't that. Butch Geis because he did Captain America Reborn. Wait, was it Butch Geis? Was he on the whole run then? I don't know if that's... Butch Geis was on or Guys or whatever his name is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if was he was on art. that whole run. I remember the 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 heroic age specifically covers were outstanding. No, they but were I'm talking about the interior. The interior art I think is either Butch Geis or. Sean Phillips. I'm just kidding. It's not Sean Phillips. That <laughs> yeah, been that's shit, awesome. Man. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Sean Phillips and Brubaker on a cat book. In any book. I want to oh, see yeah, them I want to see them team up and make just bukus of money for a company and they pull it and be like, "Look, let us write it how we want to write it." You know, <laughs> I want to see them do one of those uh the the uh, Hanna-Barbera properties that DC's been publishing. That's what I want from them. I want something just completely I want like I don't know, uh, Foghorn Leghorn with, with Good Rubric. day in the morning. <laughs> Coyote and... Um, Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Road that needs to be written by Mark Wade. Why? Because he wrote The Flash all those years, and he was good at it. Yeah. You just make a Flash. You know, I have a Flash issue. Um, my, my parents like to go to, like, garage sales and stuff, and they always find, like, a box of comics, and they're like... Well, what should we buy? And I'm like, I don't know. Get the ones that look like they might be worth something. And that right. means nothing to my parents. Absolutely right. nothing. So I, I just like to see what they decide they think is worth something. And like, they'll get you like, like Sergeant Duck Rock Tales. One. No, DuckTales stuff I like because I collect a lot of Disney stuff. You're insane. But, but du- like Sergeant Rock number one, I'm like, yeah, Sergeant Rock. Sergeant everyone's Rock. Everyone's favorite character. In the what company? In the first company? Is that what they call DC? Sergeant yeah, Rock in the know. first company. Yeah, something like that. But um, but one issue I have is uh, is a flash issue. I, I don't know what number it is, but it's what's like, on the cover. Uh, it's a Mark Wade. It's a Wade. It's a Wade issue. Mm-hmm. It's a white cover. What year? Um, jeez, man. I don't I, like. You all I know is that shit. all I know is that the issue that comes right after it is the first appearance of a character that's worth like the book goes for like a hundred bucks. Damn. The book I have is like four bucks. So I'm like shit. Might have been around the Bart Allen uh, origin. Time. It was maybe. It was. It was the first appearance of some character. Bart Allen. Speaking of, what? Let's get to that in a second. Let's okay. get through this really. I'm. I'm. I'm just now seeing Winter Soldier walk through a giant. A I don't portal know. Sticky thing. portal. Why like, is it sticky? I don't know. It's like a, uh, that's what I found interesting about. This okay, interpret- so let's. What's going on here? Um, We're gonna get an explanation. Right, because this is the Ant Man that like was a was a um, wait was it Ant Man or Mockingbird that was feeding intel to Hydra? No, uh, yes, Ant Man. Ant Man because they have his daughter. Right, yes, right, Cassie or something like that. Right, and this is his atonement for yes. For... Mockingbird was feeding intel to Maria Hill. Maria Hill, right, right, right. Who I don't know. Right. It's doing Maria Hill stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Maria uh, Hill used to be so badass. I know. In the modern Marvel, I know. I'm so badass. And now they've made her na- lame like Nick Fury, who's just like, you know, back in the day, who like left S.H.I.E.L.D. and there for a couple years was just like, whenever they needed something big to happen, like he was there. Yeah. You know? I mean, that moment in Secret Invasion with the Secret Warriors. All right, so what do they do here? Do they teleport inside the cube fragment no they're going small look these they're that's the right, they're going thing. small yeah 
But where where is this headed into right here? Yeah, that's the that's the weird gooey portal of cosmic cube that's been like that's like floating around. I don't know. It's all the same blue gook. Wait, 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 wait a second here. Okay. This is a flashback. You can tell this because is a flashback. because you can tell because it says moments earlier and the border is brown. Moment, yeah, right. I know that, but what the hell are they diving into here? His into heart, the yeah, into the oh, into the chest yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, okay. They're thing. diving into his chest with the cube fragment that he's inserting. Right, because in look, it's depowered. He, right, like, he, they give him the final pieces. Right. Depowered. Here, so look, if you just hold onto this disc, you'll keep shrinking. Are you sure you don't want me to come? I love. I can parts stay of the with MCU. you. I can hold on. No, get clear, Scott. This is something I gotta do alone. <laughs> oh, Bucky. Yeah, there. I love when MC, uh, cinematic universe stuff gets pulled into the books, like those weird Ant Man discs, because they use that in Civil War. You saw Civil War, right? Yeah, I love it. it at the fucking track. I love it when the movies affect comic books. Too. I mean, like it's not it's a bad thing. Great. I mean, it's you know, Jimmy Olsen was a radio character first before he was in. Superman books. Same with Superman's flying and stuff. But I just think it's it's like so on the nose. It's like here's this disc that was in a uh, Civil War. Because I do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Even though that's not the same Ant Man from the movies. Yeah, it is. That's Scott Lang. Yeah. Scott Lang was the one that was feeding the information. I thought it was the other Ant or uh, what? Hank Pym? No, I thought there were two Ant Man going on right yeah. now. One is Eric O'Grady. That's who I thought. That's was the feed- Black Ant. Yeah, no, he's on the Hydra Avengers. He is okay. Oh. He's the one that's been sh- that's been fucking around with oh. Taskmaster. All right, there's too many Ant Men for you, man. There, there are. This is uh, there, there. Why do we have to have multiple characters of the same character? I don't. Ant Man's always have. It's getting. I mean, it's, no, he's not. No, he there's hasn't. Been two Ant Mans for a while. Right, but what? But yeah, well, but and then when Eric Hank was a while. But when Hank Pym, though, he wasn't Ant-Man at the same time that Scott Lang was Ant-Man. He was either Yellow Jacket or Giant Man. But, it, I mean, yeah, but right now he's Pymtron. I really want Pym to come back, man. He is. He was in this book. He I, was, for a second. I thought that was badass. I thought it was cool, too, but where, where's that taking us? Hopefully somewhere. All right, so days earlier. So we're back. We're going even further back now. Because uh, we haven't even gone back to the present, right? No. Nope. We're seeing... We stop with Winter Soldier going into Captain America's star heart. And now we're going to the plan. So, obviously, we've already seen it in motion. Now, how did they come up with it? And Bucky's I, smart, man. He was the Winter Soldier. Is. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, was, too. Like, right. You know what? I and was, now Kobik knows that she's messed up. I love Rod Rice's art. Did yeah. you ever read um, the uh, what was it? CRPD or uh, the uh, the? I think we've talked about this. I've asked you. I think before. It was the the book uh, that Kyle Higgins wrote about the. Uh, the, the superheroes in Chicago who were no. like cops and then they decommissioned them because they took all the bad guys down. No. And then the guy who ran... Or, uh, Wait, you say CRPD. Is that like... Not CRPD. I'm thinking to... of BRPD. Yeah. It's not CRPD. Damn it, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. No, I've never read anything Kyle Higgins wrote, so I know I haven't What? Read it. Holy shit. You've never read any of his stuff? I don't think so. None of his Batman, to... Nightwing, none of that stuff? Uh, no. Oh, dude, Kyle Higgins is a good writer, man. He's uh, solid. I mean, I, I, there's no reason I've actively avoided him. I've just, I, I don't know. There's only so much DC that I've read. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. His perfect image. Yeah, Kobik's back and his wife did away! <gasps> Captain America is now arrived. He's here, chainmail and all. And even his face looks like even his face looks like his classic face. Like, yeah. You know? Like, that looks like the action figure I have of Captain America, which is uh, something I can't believe I just said out loud. Here we go. Here comes the punching. Wait, so we've got two Captain Americas here. Three. Sam's standing around there, too. All right. And so we've got, Bucky's there. So. so we've got two Steve Rogers here <laughs> duking it out. One has been created by the Cosmic Cube. One the, is the the embodiment of that classic cap that's been sitting inside of Kobik's mind. Okay. Oh yeah, cuz he's got the classic gear on here. Yeah, that so that's that's 
the 616 cap if we're gonna you know use that that term i know we the 616 thing is kind of i don't know moot at this point yeah it's almost like um but that's 616 cap it's like what what kind of damage could truly be done with steve rogers versus steve rogers because they know know each other i mean yeah like two like you know, like, two, two, uh, two, they uh, are the same person. Yeah, two, uh, they are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but one of them's got Iron Man's armor, so we get to see the Civil War moment for a third time. Right, of course, or yes. a fourth time. We have to have that, of course. Right, here comes the, the right, most homage panel like in the past ten years. Yeah, yeah, and, like Captain America will straight up punch Iron Man armor. He does not care. <laughs> he's done it once before. Uh, he's done it twice. At this point, he just knows all the weak points. Oh, shit, man. Oh, here we go. We got a little bit of, yes, of callback. Earlier, yeah, callback to the very first issue, or the very issue zero. Yeah. When Captain America raised the hammer of Thor. So now we see that it wasn't Thor. He was not worthy. The cosmic cube had somehow altered. Wow. What Molnir deems worthy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's... Whomever holds this hammer, if he be strongest, shall possess the power of Hydra. Boom. Wow. So now everyone can just chill, because Captain America really isn't a fascist. <laughs> not, not, not our Cap. Not our Cap. You've never been worthy. Here, let me try. Shut up. Boom. Oh. <laughs> what, what Dude. A, what a two-page spread. Wow, and this is a spread, man. And this is the ultimate kind of execution. Captain America picks up Molnir and jacks Hydra Cap, just splintering his armor. Straight up. Wow. Boom. Wow. Hope wins. One shot. The good Shut guys up. win. Yeah. And then, boom. Blink if you... Blink and you'll miss it. Cap's like, I don't need this shit. Here. Take it, Sam. This is yours. Neither does this. Take this back, Jane Thor. And he's like, I don't need a weapon. I'm Cap. I'll use my fists. And now Kobik restored the history that had been corrupted and taken from the heroes. But... But she left the scars in the wreckage. So Las Vegas is still destroyed. A reminder of... Everyone thinks it's so bad. Everyone's like, oh, why would anybody in the Marvel Universe live in New York? Because they always got... Marvel... Uh, New York has never got completely obliterated. If you just lived in Vegas because you were like, yeah, all these heroes fight in New York. Who's going to come to Vegas? Eh, wrong. Vegas is gone. I wonder if they're going to turn Las Vegas into a... Um, just the giant... Like a giant like solar panel panel like you know uh like, farm like an invincible i you say that like i've read invincible yep that's why i say stuff like that because you really need to <laughs> you really need las vegas kids tore up in invincible i believe it uh yeah you you need to do that it's all right kind of, a, you need to read that all right um but anyway it's uh, on the list okay so um okay so they now finally like say the vanishing point yeah that's what it was yeah so there's Generations, right there. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So Spider-Man's going back to the regular costume. The eyes aren't glowing. I hope that that... I mean, I get it. His the, the chest glow, isn't glowing either. No, his chest isn't glowing either. Thank goodness. Because that costume is really like... Come on. I love Iron Man going back to the Mach like, 3 or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. I dig that. He's still blue, though. Still an AI, but right. that's that's uh, Ironheart's next book, is the search for Tony Stark or something. Oh, good because I've really been I've really enjoyed. I, honest to goodness, man, I've read Invincible Iron Man for a while. Yeah, like I've read it. Are you still reading it? Yeah, I remember good. I picked it. I remember I picked Invincible Iron Man up and started reading it on the reg when Fraction started writing. Yeah, it. and that was kind of I was just getting back. Jeff Johns brought me back into comics with Green Lantern. I was yeah. like, they're finally doing something with Green Lantern? Like, I didn't even read into it. I was like, I'm there. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I jumped yeah, yeah. right into it. That's um, like 2003. No, no. I, I, 
I jumped back in around 2007, but yes. that had been going on since like 05. So okay. it was a pretty, it, I was like, I started picking up GL monthly uh, in the late 20s. And then I had to go on eBay and pick up all the other old stuff, yeah. the back issue stuff. So, um, yeah, I have Jeff John's entire run of Green Lantern. Jeez. Have it all. But yeah, this so this spread here at the close of uh I guess what is considered the Avengers now. I, I think I this guess. is just I don't know. This is just Who's uh that's who's the, the other Patriot? Captain America oh the Patriot. That's he was in some The Young of the Avengers? Times. No, he was no, this is it's a new one. one. He was he oh, was God. a kid that was in I believe he was the kid that was in um Sam Wilson, Captain America, that wanted to be Rage, or and then put on the Patriot suit. Oh. I believe that was him. Um, he was in one of the times I believe Brave New World, the Secret Empire Brave New World series. So Black Widow is dead. Yep. For now. For now. Until, she's not dead. I mean, she's supposed to show up in that Iceman book with um, the other original Defenders. Brian McAllister. That's the dude that vomit up, vomits up the uh, things he thinks about. Oh, God. He's, He's just, an inhuman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian McAllister. We're saving the end of the book for this guy. Yep. Wow. He's very important. Is he? Yep. He did actually, uh, yeah, because he vomited up a piece of the Cosmic Cube. Oh, that was in uh, the last issue of Captain America, Steve Rogers. In which I did not read. The final issue was pretty much Secret Empire 7.5. I don't know. He's holding a... There's a kid holding a Captain America figure. Well, he's saying, yeah, my, you know, my Captain America... I mean, I think that this is... This he, is the, the final issue of... This is... To Nick Spencer's Captain America's books as Secret Wars was to Hickman's Fantastic Four and Avengers, you know, his final goodbye. Right, but for me... Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit about this last yeah. few pages. <laughs> like, this was completely pointless. Oh, yeah. Like, ugh. Nothing grabber. And then we what still... What the hell? And then we still have a... Uh, an, an a F Secret Wars. Empire Omega. Which, what is that gonna tell? That's gonna be... And then we've got Generations advertisements. Like, Generations hasn't already been going on for, you know, a month already. Okay, so... That's it. Uh, so that's it. That is Secret Wars number... Or Secret Wars. Secret Empire number 10. Captain America is back. And, uh... Well, you know, they I, didn't actually explain what happened to old Captain America. Like, or... Hydra Captain America. He gets hit into the air. That's the last we see of him. Right. Now, maybe Omega will tell us. What are they? They just, like, burn his corpse? And you know what I just realized about... The, oh, no, maybe that's Doctor Strange. Never mind. I was like, Tony's here, but then there's Tony. Yeah, and that's a whole other thing, too, man. Like, you know... So the, let's, let's talk about... All right. Let's talk about next. Because, honestly, some of these new creative teams have are somewhat exciting to me. Some things I'm still kind of looking forward to with Marvel. Sure. But Generations, we can agree, is safe. Is it's it, really safe. Yeah. There, it's... I mean... No, I mean... The I best... Think, I don't even know, like... The best way to explain it is... Generations I mean, is a vanishing point for all of this generation's current well, what, Marvel what, characters, I guess. In Secret of Our Tenants explained that Kobik wanted to sent all these characters back where they are, where you see them in Generations, where you see our modern heroes in Generations. She's saying she sent them there to learn a, a quick little lesson and then bring them back. So Kobix just decided, I don't know, you guys need to, like, I don't know, have morals or something. Go meet the, the legacy version of you. Now, the Thor one looks like it ties into Avengers 1000 or yeah 1001 million bc that they're doing the legacy book mm. with the avengers 1 million bc team which is being written by jason aaron i think drawn by uh i uh side ribic yeah which honestly i don't even care if that story is shit I oh love, no I love, yeah, <laughs> I love his art man no I, I, i'm just 
my whole thing is like you know I've read the Wolverine generations. Uh-huh. I have read the Thor generations books. Yes. And, and I will read the Captain America, and I will maybe read the Captain Marvel. Is Nick Spencer writing the Captain America I one? I believe so. Yeah, see, that's the, I'm only picking up the Generations books that are written X-Men. by the same writer as the series. Even X-Men, I don't even know if I'm going well, there. That, well, well, I mean... You it, just said you read Wolverine and... and well, I read Jean Wolverine, Grey. yeah. And then Jean Grey... Um, no, I didn't get Jean, Jean oh. Grey. I had Thor. Did I say Jean Grey? I read no, Thor. No, you said Thor. I I don't know. I assumed you read Jean Grey. No, I didn't. Okay. Because it makes no sense to me. Because I think Colin Bunn's right. Wrote it. Well, and, Colin, and what the no, F? Hopeless wrote it. Who wrote it? Um, it's either... Maybe it is Dennis Hopeless that's writing Jean Grey right now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's like, um, you know... What would really what would really happen if uh, just anybody went back through like a portal and popped up in front of the Dark Phoenix or whatever? Yeah, you know, come on, they done. They would be a a puff of smoke, you know. <laughs> like, I just, I yeah, I get it, you know. Well, you got to think about like you know, just don't think about like Dark Phoenix is like a killer, and you know that's just what would happen. Like yeah. we're trying to like do something here, and like I don't care. You know, they're wasting their time. They're 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 wasting paper on this stuff, man. Like, if you want to do something for me, why don't we just like condense this vast amount of characters that characters that have multiple versions of themselves. Get rid of them and go back to the core. And I'm talking about Captain America, like you said. Well they are going Now back we have that. Hydra Cap that's still around. Apparently, because well, we never saw erased, what happened. Yeah, unless he was erased when when Kobik did what she did. Yeah, he could still possibly be around. You know, we've got he's gonna be the next maker. We got old man Logan. We've got uh, uh, you know X twenty three. Uh, we have Ant Man one, Ant Man two, Ant Man three. For a while. I mean, yeah, at but still, whole, I, all least... this two Spider Man, three, four. Four? Okay, okay you got you got Pete, oh, yeah. Miles Morales, you got Ben, ben Riley, Riley, and then you've got Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine, and then you could go ahead and throw Kane in the mix there because he's still out there, and yeah. that's Peter Parker. Yeah, technically, uh, Doc Ock is in Peter Parker's Doc body. Doc Ock is a Doc. No, he's Peter he's Parker's superior, body. He's the superior octopus. He's not in Pete's body. Yeah, no, he's it's found... Pete's body with his head. Oh. It was like a clone. It was like a weird genetic clone. I no, I like, think what he did was found a body, and he used a new body. I think that's what he's done. Yeah, it was in Clone Conspiracy. I think he took a, a, a Peter Parker clone and then stuck his ugly-ass face on it. I, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Clone Conspiracy, there were some really good parts and some really bad parts. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, moving forward, you know... It, we got to get the Fantastic Four back somehow. We got to find a cool way to bring the Fantastic Four back. Yeah. Uh, and now that Professor X is back. Is he? Yes. I didn't know this. Where did he go um, back? Okay, so uh, right now, currently, it is in Astonishing X-Men. Okay. Written by Charles Soule. Yes. Drew, drawn different by a different artist every month. single issue. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I read issue one, and okay. that was the big reveal at the end of issue one. Okay. Shadow King is holding... At least Professor X's brain, conscience, or whatever, in okay. in the shadow I can dig verse that. or whatever. I like Legion. Yeah. Okay. On the <laughs> astral plane. So yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is there. This is bringing Professor X back. So cool. you bring Professor X back, then you got to bring Cyclops back. Then you got to bring Jean back. You got to bring them all back, and just then we'll get Madeline Pryor. But they need to have a secret empire happen to X Men, where <laughs> X Men Empire it doesn't recover as fully as this, yeah. and everything is wiped pretty much clean. The only thing that. Uh, Basically, and then Grant Morrison's writing the book. Again. Basically, I would just like erase like fifteen years of like stories, <laughs> and just go back to like right before the legacy virus shit happened in like two thousand. Really, that far back? <laughs> yeah, ago? dude. What oh. about? But dude, what about Emperor Vulcan? And oh yeah, but that was well, yeah. I mean, that was like the best thing that's ha- Deadly Genesis. Honestly, Deadly Genesis is the best X Men story that there has been. I mean, st- forever. Yeah. 
I mean, and that thing is 13, 14 years old. You know? like <laughs> That's not that old, dude. Deadly Genesis came out mid-2000s. No, later than that, because it happened right before, it happened right before Rise and Fall, right? So, Rise and Fall only, okay, maybe like 2005, 2006. Mid two thousands, mid two thousands, mid two thousands. Maybe I have no concept of time. You're right. Okay, I thought I didn't realize. Yeah, but it was you were just early. a kid and a baby, yeah. you know, back in those days. In two thousand and five, I was nine. <laughs> See, you weren't reading. Ten. You weren't reading Deadly Genesis. No, I had a. Uh, what did I have? I had just a bunch of random Batman graphic novels for a while. Yeah, um, and I'm... Watchmen. Red Watch was pretty early on. When you were nine? No, maybe I wasn't nine. I was, I was at least uh, twelve. Uh, I do, one of the first books I read though was Identity Crisis from DC. As I, we I, talked I, about that, I think, on a previous show. That is definitely an interesting book to read. Is <laughs> one of your first books? Uh, okay, so um, I I also had like a stack of just some of the recent books that I've read. Uh, so Superman, and it's been a while since we've recorded a show, but the, the Superman comics in DC uh, that I read, which yeah. are Action Superman Super Sons, okay, books that directly involve Superman himself, yes, um, uh, have all been just tremendous through mm-hmm. through Rebirth. I, I I've been keeping up with what's going on. I don't read the book, but I you know all the Mister Oz stuff. But I'm interested. In. I think here recently. Um, the recent issue of Action Comics with uh, with uh, Lex and Superman fighting is that Gorilla Grodd? No, it's not Gorilla Grodd, but it's, it's drawn King Kong. It's drawn by Gil King Kong. It's drawn by Gil and March. Uh, do you remember Gotham City Sirens when that book yes. first started? Yes, I do. All right, he's the dude that drew the that uh, so well. Yeah. Okay, his art was amazing. I don't know what happened but this what? is not gillam march okay Someone's... no way is this gillam march fully like his art is beautiful and some of these panels look like you know here's all like the first comic like i drew <laughs> like this is not gillam march <laughs> no way that, that is it looks like uh batman uh batman the other one superman's got eyeshadow oh dude this is in every panel He's got eyeshadow on. Yeah. And then Lex has been three different shades of skin color. Yeah, and then we have Mr. Oz show up and blast Lex with eye blast, with an eye blast. And so Mr. Oz is about to reveal himself, I think this week, actually. I hope so. Coming up. So we'll find out uh, who he is. And that's big. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Mr. Oz this whole time. I was about to say, that's, I mean, Mr. Oz's reveal... In Rebirth is big just because Mr. Oz has been who we think is behind like everything. And or, it's not Dr. Manhattan, you know. And, it, and, and apparently it's not Ozymandias because Ozymandias didn't have then that would be, either. That would be easy too. Yeah. Uh, Omega Red uh, has has been brought back to life temporarily yes. as they like on every page of X-Men Gold number 10 they remind us that it's only temporary that Omega Red's back we've resurrected him just to do like this job but that is a badass cover that know, is uh, at the end of the day you know when when did he die uh which time <laughs> okay yeah that's fair which time he was introduced when i was in the heat of my first like I just want to read comics every day and I can't because I don't have any money because I'm just a kid, yeah. you know? Uh, Omega Red was introduced in the X-Men series that spun off of Uncanny, the first X-Men spinoff that was written by Jim Lee. was actually co-plotted by Jim Lee and Chris Claremont to begin with. Uh-huh. And then when Claremont left the project, Jim Lee then grabbed John Byrne. And he and John oh, Byrne yeah. plotted a few comics together. And none of that really worked out. To, I mean, Jim was gone after issue, like, you know. I think he was, like, done at, like, you know, 11, and they had enough stuff for, like, the next issue or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how he feels about all the, like, re retouches of all his, like, they're reprinting all these Jim Lee comics. And, oh, like, yeah. Throwing his, 
card set on his variant oh, yeah. covers. So I, I thought, so my manager at the record store, he's a bit of a comic guy and talks about just about everything. He goes, Oh, do you pick up any of those Jim Lee uh, covers? Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, they're not doing that. I was like, I haven't seen that anywhere. Yeah, I was well, like, yeah. that's. I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, why? I was like, he is like the face of DC right now. Like, all you are doing is promoting Jim Lee, the DC artist, and and they did it. I, I looked it up. I was just like, oh. I think the only, I think only two of those books made sense. I know that the Cable variant was Cable. Yeah. And I think that the X Men Blue the- variant was Polaris. And I was like, why are they using Polaris on X-Men Blue? Well, that's because the issue, that's where she returned, because Polaris is now back. Okay. Um, but still... But, I want but, a Star Jammer's book with Havoc, oh, Polaris. No. The same team oh, from, nah. from Emperor Vulcan. But, 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 that's... There's not. It's not. I'm never gonna get in as good as that. Okay, like that team with Rachel and and Havoc yeah. and Polaris and, and the, the Phoenix guy. Yeah. Whatever his name Dude. was. Okay. So, awesome characters. So like awesome characters, man. Renato Jones, freelancer. Uh, or Renato Jones season two number three, The Punisher. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just said that. Oh, uh, he kind of is like The Punisher. He, that, I guess. that is how. We, Have you read is, any of this? I read the first few pages. Oh, uh, the first few issues of yeah. the first series, but because that's how it was solicited. It was like this is The Punisher, but for the one percent. That's yeah. how the book was solicited. Yeah. Like, check it out. It's The Punisher for the one percent. Speaking of The Punisher. Oh, dude, Defenders. Have you been reading this? No. Fantastic, dude. I love Bendis. You don't. I so I, that's the problem. There. I don't know. That's uh, dude. It is so good, man. I believe you, man. It is. It's like New Avengers. Remember how awesome New Avengers yes, was? I've read almost, the dialogue. I've read, like, dude, it's most like of it's New Avengers. like New I Avengers think, three. I, I think, I think I left New Avengers off sometime right right around what event was that? Um, right before Siege, I think is when I stopped reading New Avengers. Ah, Siege. Wait, no, I definitely read Siege. What's the one Siege happened after awesome. Siege? The one with the F. Uh, f- uh Fear itself. I, no, that's, no. That's where that when when Avengers rebranded to the the new Avengers with Red Hulk on the team. That's where I stopped. Yeah. Okay. So uh, X Men Gold. Yes. Uh, I, I I kind of flipped through this. I read some of it, but I kind of flipped through. They're doing a lot of will they won't they with Kitty and Peter right away here. And yeah. It's like too much of it, dude. I um, it's kind of getting on my Joss nerves. Joss Whedon is the only person that I think has executed that relationship well in the oh, past for 10, sure. 20 years. Absol- I totally it's and, almost 20 years and and, and and Chris Claremont yeah because he wrote their relationship. Yes. You know he had it play out uh, but, before our very that, eyes. Whiplash oh, for some reason. Wait, the Iron Man well, villain? Or yeah, whatever? I don't guess why for some reason because they're in Russia here. Ah, yeah, because apparently the get only, this. You only got one Russian villain. And get it's this. No, well, there's Michael Rasputin, which is Peter's brother, but get this, Peter's father has a brother that he never told them about, apparently. Oh, and that's what And Lash. he's into some bad things. No, he's a, he's a separate guy. He's in, I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy yet. I think he's a bad guy, but he's part of the crew that resurrected Omega Red, I think, and is now like, oh no, please come to Russia. I forgot Omega Red, very bad. You know, or something like that. Uh, what is this? Oh, it's there X-Men it is. Blue. Yeah, there's your X Men Blue. There's Polaris. It's a beautiful cover. Very old it school. But you could throw like X Men Classic instead of X Men Blue on there. I think that Zorn's That's, really like. Um, Zorn also plays a big role in this. You know what he does? No. He I shows up it. on the cover and he's like one of the first things you look at besides Polaris's hot body. I mean, I mean. That's like, Art what, Adams, why, bro. Why'd he draw. All right, it's Art Adams, man. I don't want to say that. It's flipping up, you know. <laughs> she's she's pointing. She's she's pointing Dude, I was her mistress at of, of uh, magnetism. I was at looking you. at some Bruce Tim art yesterday because someone made like, a master <coughs> post of like 150 Bruce Tim images. And, sure. Man, I love his style, and like I understand a lot of what he was going for it was like very like classic pinup style. Absolutely. That guy has no idea how boobs were. No, well, yeah. I mean, like I understand. Well, that's what I thought a lot about when I was a kid, and I was watching like the Flintstones. You know, it's no. like, all right. Well, <laughs> I would look at I would look at uh, Wilma and uh, Betty's boobs. On... And they were triangles, right? Yeah, yeah but they was weird. Cropped. I didn't get it. You know, I didn't understand. I was like, this is like why these... do cave people have triangular boobs? I don't know. Um. How did we get Jeez. to this? Yeah, this oh, is... Polaris. That's where. That's how. 
Anyway, I think this is probably a good place to stop this uh, this quick catching up on comic books uh, as we as we start to enter the fall and the winter. Um, I'm sure that uh, more news about 2018 and what the comic book world will bring us will come around. Plus, there's so so much going on. You got Invincible that's getting ready to end and. Uh, Bye. And 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 that's which is two which is finally just came back in the Image Plus magazine. I don't know if you read that book. Which is it's one of my favorite. No, but so it, which is is returning and Jock. They're yeah, coming back. They, yeah. Well, I bought the two dollar Image Plus magazine today just so I could read uh, literally four pages of story or five pages of story. Why don't you just flip through it and be done with it? Uh, because I thought there would be more pages of story. Oh. But I mean, it's gotcha. got all the it's got all the image preview stuff. So there's a lot of other stuff I can like read through. But it's like. That's yeah, what you wanted. But I probably won't increase my pull list because, you know, comics are fucking expensive. They are, indeed. Um, indeed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you all for, for giving a listen. Sean, you have anything you want to uh, uh, promote as far uh, as you, Sean Shapiro goes? Yeah, I mean, you can follow me. I, I've updated my Instagram and my Twitter handles. Um, I, someone at work actually brought this up to me. I was like, you know what? That would be a great username. And so now you can find me, Sean, at of underscore the debt on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, someone at work at Disney, not the record store. Wow. Someone at Disney. And it's not, not like a young person either. It's one of my, my older coworkers. She was like, you know, every time I, I see your name, I think of Sean of the debt. So I just keep thinking of the debt. And I'm just like, thank you. That's my new Twitter username. It's <laughs> pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, not many people can. I was wondering why you. That. I mean, I, I was just guessing. He's a big fan of Shaun of the Dead, so. I, dude, I mean, Matt, you see in everything. Matt Murdock. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any other Matts right now. Shaun, I got three people. I got Shaun White, Shaun of the Dead, and Shaun from that Resident Evil video game, I think, where there's that bug where the guy just keeps yelling for his son. He's going, Shaun! <laughs> big Shaun. Not spelled like me though. No, that's he's big scene. He's big that's scene. That's what I'm saying. It's like you you are you got the full on Sean. S H A. No one else spells it like that except for Sean of the Dead, Sean White, and Sean from the Resident Evil video game. That's true. And I'm like maybe one. Sean. Yeah. I mean, yep. Well, everybody follow of the dead Sean. Uh, of underscore the dead. Of underscore the dead. Of the dead was taken. Yeah, well, Sean, Sean I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Matt D. Simone, and then also, uh, gosh, I'm Instagram uh, Maddie Loves Comics, um, and I'm sure probably you've been through MaddieLoves.com. Uh, this is gonna wrap up another episode of Maddie Loves Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Sean. Yeah.